Hey guys, welcome to Bono Stuff. Scared Lexi there. She's uh, probably going to jump in here. Yep, here she comes. So we are... Oh, she's straight up. Okay, it's still recording. She is excited. We are excited to bring to you here with my lovely wife, Dr. Maha Nasrallah Babenko. On Instagram, that is Sexual Healing Doc, because that's what she does. She specializes in helping couples with their relationships, sexual issues, and we're going to talk a little bit about that today. Bless you, Lexi. <laughs> the theme we're going to focus on is uh, we actually got a bunch of new subscribers on my YouTube channel. Lexi is very excited in the corner um, about the new subscribers. So welcome, new subscribers, <laughs> YouTube channel. Uh, on the podcast, we need to grow that a little bit more. We're going to keep working on that. That's why we're going to do more of these videos. So welcome, welcome, welcome. It would really mean a lot if you could like the video, share, subscribe, all that good YouTube stuff. Thank you. It gets me 1% better. It gets you 1% better every single day. So first thing we're going to talk about, five pillars of health that I always uh, work with clients on. There's three main kind of physical ones, all right, <laughs> east side, west side, three main physical ones. Number one is movement, as we're doing now. Number two is we have an inside joke. Uh, we'll share that story real quick. We were at a play. Uh, was it a Bronx Tale on Broadway? I think it was the Bronx Tale play. I don't know what inside joke you're talking about. The yes. movement thing. The movement oh, thing. Yeah. So we were at a play, and it was the CrossFit Open. This is back when I was pretty competitive in CrossFit, uh, and we were at this play. I checked my phone. They were doing the announcement as of what the workout is for those not familiar. There's this workout that's released, and then everyone around the world has a few days to do this workout. So it was a big thing. The workouts were released at whatever it was, Thursday at 8 p.m. We were at a play. I was checking my phone, which we were in the very last row, by the way. So it was okay, I think, that I was checking my phone. Anyway, and then I looked at her, and I didn't want to you know, say, oh, the, it's 100 double-unders and then muscle-ups. So I had to kind of voice, and, or I had to mime it. So this was, this was double-unders. And then this was overhead squats. And for those watching, it's a little more funny. For those listening, I think you get the impression. Moving right along, movement is that first pillar of the five. Number two is what we eat. So anything, what you're putting in to your body, that includes hydration, all that good stuff. So number three is recovery. So that is, you know, sleeping and, and uh, different, again, ways, massage, all that good stuff. So three kind of more physical Two that are more in her domain on the <laughs> psychological, if you want to call it that. Number one is mindset, or that's number four of the five. Mindset, so that's a big part of our overall fitness, our overall health. And number five is connection. And this comes from connection, love. Uh, this comes <laughs> from, again, those listening, I have my Love Philly shirt. Shout out to Dr. Ron, Dr. Abby. Um, so, so, connection. <laughs> And the theme of this video, the title of this video is going to be Meaningful Connections, Meaningful yes. Relationships. So we want to dive into that. I'm going to stop talking. So that is the theme of the today's theme. podcast. Well, what is your question? <laughs> so in this modern world, uh, in this modern world, we, A, let's talk about social media. Okay. Okay, so... 2020, we're recording this, lockdown, a lot of issues going on with humans everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, not everyone's lucky enough to be locked down 
with this wonderful human being and a wonderful dog, which we're going to talk about a little bit as well. Um, a, if you're watching this and you are having any kind of uh, dark thoughts or anything like that, I'm going to put the hotline number, 1-800. I think there's a suicide prevention hotline. So if you know anyone who might be at risk, I think it is important that we always, uh, all seriousness, uh, you know, keep, keep an eye on things like that people that you, you think might be at risk mm-hmm. um, of anything like that. So anytime we can prevent someone taking their own life, I think it's very, very uh, important that we try to do that. So that's one on, on that. So with the lockdown, again, another thing that's come up recently is social media. Um, online in general is one of the best ways we can stay connected. Before the lockdown too, it was, it was uh, this huge concept. Recently, Netflix documentary, the social dilemma mm-hmm. was out and we watched it. It's this kind of, you know, little propaganda-ish, scary thing that a lot of people like, did you see that? Like, I'm getting off all social media. Um, I think the idea, for those who have not seen it, to sum it up, they use these algorithms to kind of manipulate and, and obviously for purposes of data mining, for businesses. To make money. To make money, all these ways that they can do that. So bottom line is, I, we still stay on it for the most part. There are ways, and, and we were talking about this earlier, I'll let you expand on what, what is the good of social media? Where can we focus on there? Okay. Um, so I'm not going to go into like whether or not people should be on social media because that's a totally personal choice. <laughs> um, you know, I, the way I look at social media is it's a tool like many other things in life. And it's really up to you how you use it. So... Um, not that I'm perfect in the way I (laughs) use social media, because I often also contemplate like, you know, either deleting some accounts or, um, limiting how much I am on it. Um, at the same time, the way, the reason I stay on it, well, there are several reasons. One is I keep in touch with a lot of friends in different countries. Um, cause you know, like many of my friends, even though we used to be in the same city, now we're all over the world and I move around a lot. So I think it's one great way to keep in touch with people you know. Um, and secondly, uh, I've actually made friends through social media. Um, not necessarily through social media only, but also through all the online, you know, uh, resources available nowadays. Like, you know, especially after COVID, a lot of things have switched online. And so like, um, you know, therapist groups, um, I want to give credit to Carrie, my um, business coach. She created and has a weekly healers group. And I met awesome people through that. Um, I never met most of them in person, but I got a chance to meet some of them in person. And I want to say hi to Chris (laughs) (laughs) and Heather. (laughs) I was going to say, we just saw Heather. Yeah. Pretty sure she'd be offended. No, I was going to say, I wanted to give each their own time okay so um so keeping in touch with old friends making new friends or connections you and i met through social media i stalked him on instagram (laughs) (laughs) in case that didn't come up in the audio she said she stalked me on instagram that's his version of the story all right all right anyway (laughs) and the other reason I, i keep social media is um because of business basically i think it's a great way for people to find people they need or businesses they need. Nowadays, everything is online, right? So my point is that social media is a tool. You can use it in ways that 
uh, drain you, affect you negatively, damage your life, and you can use it in ways that enrich your life or keep you connected to people you care about or value or love. Um, you know, let's be realistic. I'm sure we all do a bit of both. So the more you can limit the toxic... Um, mindless. Yeah, mindless and toxic. Yeah, they're, sep- they're different in my opinion. Yeah, um, the mindless and toxic um, information that you consume the better, the more you can limit that, the better. And the more you can use social media for, um, you know, information, education, connection, uh, connecting with people. You make it sound so great. (laughs) I'm going to say this real quick. We are purposefully, to anyone paying attention, avoiding talking about religion and politics as those are two very important things for a lot of people, but we have very specific you know, kind of what decisions for us that that it just is a lot easier than we've decided that uh, we don't want the drama, save the drama for your mama. Um, And we are, we generally avoid as much as possible some of those topics. Sometimes we get caught up in those conversations and 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 uh, and sometimes I avoid certain people not because of religion or politics but because of other reasons yeah. that you know again it's like anything else in in life if you don't set boundaries um then you're just going to be consumed and overwhelmed and drained um so boundaries are important whether it's social media or personal relationships um so my point is yeah social media is a tool choose wisely how you <laughs> use it um, yeah, there, yeah there's a term uh energy vampire yeah yeah, that basically, for those who haven't heard it, means somebody somebody or some topic or something yeah. that when it comes up, it's easy for you to get kind sucks of... Sucks your energy sucks out. Sucks your energy, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it absorbs a lot of that. So it's good to identify those, I think, and start to... on on And to social media's credit, Facebook's credit... I mean, um, this is going to be on social media. This, this is, is on so social media. So this is an example yeah. of something that people can... Uh, get through social media that is hopefully beneficial Valuable, to, hopefully. to them. <laughs> um, but yeah, the energy vampires, again, the, to the credit of social media, again, uh, most of the platforms, there is an easy way that you can unfollow, exactly. block, yeah. um, you can stay friends with and not offend certain yeah. people, but you can certainly mute them or, you know, I think Facebook has, you can mute them, snooze for 30 days so you don't get their oh, notifications. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. stuff to, to, you know. Yeah. So going back to meaningful, meaningful connections. Yes, I was going to bring it there. Thank you. <laughs> Such a good co-host. Um, nowadays, because of COVID, obviously, a lot of our um, relationships have switched to online relationships or virtual relationships. Even therapy. I do my therapy online or my coaching online. So, um, you know, it's, again, a tool. The Internet, the virtual world is a tool to maintain or even enrich your relationships. And I think you can still have a lot of um, depth in a relationship online. Obviously, there is the, the limitation of not being able to hug the person, kiss the person, touch the person, smell the person. You know, <laughs> a lot of the in-person things that you need we crave sometimes you know that does play a role in our connection with someone for sure um but i do think that you can still get a lot of benefit and and meaning out of the conversations or relationships you have online so again if you think of what a meaningful connection is the way i would define it at least and i'm sure we can define it in many ways but the way i would define it is first and foremost to be engaged with each other to really be present so if you're sitting there you know, 
talking to someone, but you're not really paying attention. You're reading something as you're talking to them or listening to them or you're watching something. That's not necessarily very meaningful, right? Because you're not present. So being present and engaged, I think, is, is very important to have a meaningful connection. Um, the other thing is, you know, talking about something that is meaningful to you. And that could be, um, you know, asking or sharing personal, uh, deeper feelings, thoughts, goals, hopes, frustrations, vulnerabilities. I think, you know, sharing a vulnerability is one of the uh, riskier, but most like impactful ways to have a meaningful or emotional connection with someone. Um, Do you want to share something here <laughs> right now? No, sorry. I'm just teasing. Um, so, you know, sharing something personal or, or vulnerable, uh, being present and engaged, um, or, or talking about something meaningful. It doesn't have to be vulnerable, but talking about something meaningful. It could be your hopes, your wishes, your, your goals, or expressing a you know, complaint and making a request for change, or things like that. These are meaningful conversations. Um, it could be um, you know, your, your interests uh, you're talking about. The, but I think one of the most important points is that you're really actively listening. And Sorry, what? <laughs> I saw that coming. And for the person listening to show that they're understanding uh, the other person and that you know, they, they understand their feelings, um, you know, validating, empathizing with the other person. Um, so these are just some tips to how to make a conversation more meaningful. Um, I do sometimes post on my social media like a conversation starter, like a question you can ask your relative, per- partner, friend, um, you know, a question that you can ask that can, um, what's the word, create or evoke uh, an interesting uh, or, or profound conversation or, or can, help, can teach you something new about the other person or even yourself. So, yeah, these are just some ideas. You can Google conversation starters and you can find lots of questions there. Yeah, yeah, awesome. So I think there's a lot more we can talk about on that topic and maybe a, another video just on that. Um, but let's move into some of the other things we want to talk about. The main one is animals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Her favorite. So uh, you can talk about it certainly, but uh, yeah. she's been doing an online animal-assisted therapy course certification we have our lovely uh lexi who made a little appearance at the beginning of the video if you guys happen to somehow miss she the always beginning. makes it she seems to always sure. make an appearance sometimes a little louder and more consistent and yeah i worked with horses and now since covid i haven't but i plan to return to working with horses and offering equine assisted therapy um so yeah. in sex right <laughs> oh my god so every time we start talking about this in mixed company uh, that becomes the like, oh, you're having sex with horses. Cool. Um, no. But no, that's not <laughs> what it is. No. Um, so just please no. do re-explain. And she just posted and uh, a picture where she's holding a rat. And one of my best friends uh, is like, not why? Not one of those disgusting city rats. City rats. New York City. Right. One of my best friends from New York City yeah. said, why is your wife holding a rat? <laughs> it's so cute and fuzzy <laughs> and soft and... Yeah. Yeah. So what but what tell us the the yeah. the thought rationale behind holding a rat. Okay. So well, first of all, animals in general for most people unless you're obviously phobic or something. Um they provide a lot of the calmness, relaxation and kind of loving feelings that 
many of us need. Have lost. You've lost that loving feeling. <laughs> I'm not going to sing it to all my Broadway friends who make fun of me for my singing. Go ahead. Okay. Thank you for letting me lose my train of thought. Um, but yeah, so basically animals, I mean, we, we can, I don't know the research off of my head right now, but from what I remember is that, you know, being around animals or, or even like petting a dog um, can produce some of the, I think oxytocin is the hormone that it produces, but I'm not entirely sure, but I think it is oxytocin. I think so. Yeah. Which is the attachment love hormone, basically. Um, (laughs) So being around animals or petting a dog or, you know, uh, touching um, animals um, can provide a lot of the calmness, relaxation, um, comfort, so, like, even just having animals around in therapy can, for a lot of clients, uh, help them relax much more easily and open up much more easily. And so, I, yeah. Well, I was going to say, I think, I guess, understanding, in my mind, when I, we talked about the five pillars, mm. one of the pillars being nutrition, the mm. eating, um, I think of, of animals, based on what I've observed, as kind of supplements. Mm. Right, the main meat and potatoes is human interaction, your relationships with your significant other, your family, yeah. uh, friends, what have you, coworkers, and the animals. Of course, we we probably have a, a stronger bond to our dog than most other humans. Sorry, other humans. <laughs> sorry that you stink. No, I'm kidding. Um, sorry that our dog is better than you. no. Again, just kidding. Just kidding. If you have a dog, you understand the sense of humor there. But the point being that, uh, yeah, the, the, the animal can be a, a different type of love, a different type of connection, meaningful yeah. connection. Obviously, you're not having intellectual conversations. So one thing real, uh, real, real quick um, that I was thinking of is, on this is back to the social media thing as well as the, the animal, I think. Uh, as we have been evolving mm. uh, in our tribes, it is not really within our brain's understanding to be connected to, you know, I was just looking at my Facebook uh, and I have whatever, 3,000 something friends. Um, and that's not to brag. I probably don't know half you guys on Facebook. I'd love to. I'd love to have more meaningful conversations with you. But, uh, you know, through CrossFit, through physical therapy, different networks um, that I belong to, um, I've connected to people on Facebook. But the point is that tribally and again, traditionally, we, we are not, our brains aren't really meant to know more than, I forget the exact number when you talk about Paleolithic style um, evolution, but it's whatever, 70 people maybe. Maybe mm-hmm. that's even way too much. But to have something like 3,000, you know. Well, uh, they're not all they're friends. They're not all friends. That's the thing. But even, yeah. and then you go to Instagram and then you go to Twitter yeah. and then um, TikTok, which I don't do. Um, let's do a dance. She's not, not going to do the dance. We're not going to do the one from Insecure. We're watching Insecure. Oh, my God. That's and we're not, not, we're not going to do it now. No. But anyone who's seen the show Insecure. Now it's stuck in my head. You probably know what we're talking about. We're not going to do it here. Anyway. <laughs> so. So your point is. Thank you, honey. Oh. oh Lexi. Lexi. We're not It's not growling. like that point. No. So. Uh, we're not meant to know that many people. And again, meaningful, high-quality connections as many people as we can be around day to day online, it is, again, I think the idea here, that meaningful connection, even the people that we end up having drinks with, having, you know, during COVID, like you probably have a limited physical circle that people you trust in your community, 
Um, you know, we're thinking about a few people in our, uh, where we are that we actually end up inviting over, trusting, uh, that we know have been tested for COVID. Um, we're trying to be as safe as possible with everything. So bottom line is, can we grow that meaningful connection? Again, if you have friends from high school, uh, I'm talking, obviously, we're in our 30s, uh, people from high school, college, people um, that you have been really close with as we are in our 30s. Again, people have families, kids. Those things grow apart. There's plenty of you know, stand-up comedy that we enjoy around that concept of, you know, oh, okay, you have that drift away yeah. of friendship, of meaningful relationships, and it's great uh, to you know, be able to pick up and, and chat with someone from high school or college that you, know, you, you had a really strong friendship with, you have all these shared experiences, um, so meaningful connections for your own mental health, I guess, is there a, a, a bit of advice? Do you, you know, like for me, I'll, I'll say this, um, I use the birthday feature mm. um, because I have a big Facebook network. And again, if you're watching this um, and I sent you a birthday greeting, yes, I do that every morning. It'll tell me, Facebook says eight birthdays today and I'll send out a little birthday greeting to everyone that's on that list. And I try to be as authentic with that as possible. Again, I really believe in that authenticity. I think that's kind of what we're talking about here with that connection. When someone does respond, it's interesting. Some people don't respond to that. And I don't consider that wasted energy. Again, it shows me that, again, even if they're a connection on Facebook, uh, maybe they're not. I forgot about LinkedIn too, by the way. Plenty of connections there. But the point is um, that, again, that it helps me hopefully reconnect and have that little spark point of, whatever it is, maybe 2% of those that I send out turn into like, hey, what's been up? Like, how are your kids? Um, oh, you have four new kids that I've, I didn't even see? Oh, okay, cool. Oh, you moved to this other place? Uh, very interesting. Let's talk about that. Again, uh, you know, different changes in life, things like that. So uh, it's helped me connect with a few people. Like, they're like, oh, hey, I'm going through this physical therapy thing. Like, what's going on with that? And uh, we can certainly do some other stuff on injuries and and, and how uh, that starts to, like, questions I get asked in that. But what, what do you think of that in terms of, and I mean, she shared her opinions with me, but for the sake of the... I'm not sure I understand your question. Is there authenticity in that? <laughs> do, you have, do you have a challenge for, for the listener, oh. viewer of, again, maybe, you know, make sure you connect with one person who's outside your zone or, or you know, some people go and they chop down their friends list based on not having, uh, you know, corresponded with them in a while. Uh, Our friend David uh, Vainchenker, what's up, Dave? I know you're not going to watch this because you have two young kids, most likely. We'll see. If you do, comment something below. I don't think you're going to watch this. Anyway, Mikey will, though. And Mikey, he's my number one fan. I know. I know. Um, He's going to let David know. So anyway, he had a thing on his if if he would check his contacts on his texting mm. and if somebody hadn't texted him within a year he basically kind of was like okay like okay. you're you're outside my circle i don't yeah. have time for you again one thing that we talk about here though what we didn't talk about is your time is very valuable yeah. social well, media can suck say, it up go he's ahead yeah. basically opening up space for something new or someone new and i think there is value to letting go of the old quote unquote or the not useful to you anymore. Um, Is that the, uh, if it doesn't spark joy in you? Not necessarily (laughs) like that, but I mean, my point is some friendships need to end, just like some relationships need to end because you're not, you know, compatible anymore or you don't have common interests anymore or there are certain things about the person that you don't 
respect anymore or um, there was certain conflict or or um, maybe mistreatment in the relationship, you know. So we go back to boundaries. I think having certain boundaries is healthy and you don't have to reconnect with everyone just because at one point you had a relationship. But if there is something about that person that you are curious about or you feel like there might be some, you know, shared interest or some connection there that you want to explore. Yeah, absolutely. I'm all for being open and um, putting yourself out there um, and taking those quote unquote, you know, risks. They're sort of healthy risks. They're not like, you know, I'm not talking about like super dangerous emotional risks in terms of putting yourself out there to someone who's absolutely clearly going to abuse you, obviously. Um, but yeah, there is there is value to um, ending things, closing things, letting go of certain things. Um, you know, you choose that, that at this point in your life, it's no longer what you want or value anymore. And that's fine. And you make new for or you make space for something new um, that is going to be more valuable to you or uh, healthy for you. You know, we change as people too, right? So, but yes, I do encourage people to put themselves out there in a safe way, in a healthy way. Um, you know, not in situations where they are most likely going to be injured, quote unquote, emotionally. Emotionally, right. Yes, right. Right. If you're physically injured, I got you. <laughs> Most yeah. likely. Um, that, br- that, that brought up two things for me. Hopefully I remember it. I meant to write it down. But one, um, thinking of, of situations that I, uh, in terms of ending relationships yeah. or relationships being ended to me, mm. so to speak, happening to me, is uh, the, the things that I value and, and want to make sure I make clear to anyone who is in that high quality relationship with me, that meaningful relationship com- connection of authenticity and honesty and being, uh, again, like, hey, like, what did you mean by that? Yeah. Or uh, something got lost in translation. Like, I really want to be clear that when I said that, I didn't mean anything by it or or that kind of thing. But having that clarity, especially with friends who, who you know, might be going through something themselves, having that um, awareness or, or, or extra level of sensitivity to those situations and just, but just checking in, I think that there's something there. So that's something that I, yeah. uh, to me is, is worth considering. And again, I certainly value, highly value honesty. So I want someone to tell me like, Hey, when you said that thing, it offended my friend and like, they didn't like that. And now that's affected our relationship. And of course, like, yeah, I'm this guy from Brooklyn, New York over here. And, um, you know, I know I've said things and it, it might have might come up. And so if you're out there and I offended you, I really apologize. I do. I mean it. I'm sorry you got offended. That's that language that we don't like to use. But no, I am. I certainly didn't mean it. And again, I would appreciate if if it's something we could air out. Um, I know Mark Marin, who's one of the most famous podcasters, WTF podcast. Uh, he seems to always be apologizing to someone throughout his long uh, yeah. comedy career. He's always like, uh, Jerry Seinfeld, I offended him once and like I wanted to clear it out. So uh, it, it's an interesting kind of therapy that he's going through. So that brings me to the other thought I had. Sorry for the rant or ramble. Um, but this chick, coaching, right? So relationship coaching, um, what is the value of that? What does that mean? Is, is, is Does it mean therapy? Does it mean you have a problem? Not necessarily. Again, she is available 
for, and it's something we're, we're building and growing and how to incorporate again. That's one of the, the reasons that we came here. Lexi's boofing. She's very excited again Lexi, about Maha's, Dr. Maha's <laughs> offerings. She's now uh, freaking out about a light over here. She's not used to it. Lexi, come here. Come here. Come here. Come, come here. Yes, okay. Good girl. Good girl. So <laughs> she, uh, Dr. Maha, again, is available for coaching. Um, so if you're not sure, you know, how to build your relationships, if you need someone to talk to, again, just throw all your problems on her or Lexi yeah, here. Exactly. That would be Lexi. No, but all seriousness, um, again, a, a psychologist, someone who specializes in relationships. Again, she also specializes in sexual situations, issues. That's not necessarily something, again, but it's, it's a something that and I'll let you talk about it a little more, that, again, people don't know where to turn, and they might not realize, we've talked about it on another uh, episode of, you know, at what point should we talk to someone else about uh, what is going on here? And again, you know, it, something's not what it used to be, or, or can we improve on this? Just like yeah. fitness and health, yeah. right? Somebody is not feeling as good in their body, um, so they seek out a personal trainer. They want to lose some weight. The holidays are coming up. We're going to see New Year's resolutions. Yeah. But yeah, what, what do you think on, on seeking yeah, someone mean, to talk to? It's similar to your field. Like people come to you when they're injured or after a surgery or something. But you would love it if people came to you sooner to strengthen their skills and improve their health so that they can avoid injuries. Yeah, I mean, on right? my side, if you move better... Yeah. And you expose yourself to more types of movement, yeah. you're less likely to get injured. Yeah. And again, if you know you have certain things you're preparing your body for, even if it is sitting at a desk for nine hours a day, or now that we're in Zoom world and everything's on Zoom, if you know you're sitting, here's some ways we can prepare for that and uh, undo that damage. So yeah. before it becomes an issue. Yeah. And you ultimately would love it if people came to you, not just to avoid issues, but also to thrive right. Right, physically. Um, so... I would love it if people worked with someone like me, it doesn't have to be me, but someone like me to thrive in their emotional, mental, relational world as well. Um, right. No offense to anyone listening or watching, but you're probably not as self-aware and mature as you think. Huh? Huh? I'm pointing a finger, aka it, it, it's good probably to go down a further self-discovery path. I'm sure some people on here have gone through some version of that. But it's not that. for everyone. No. It's not for everyone. You really need to be willing to firstly look inwards and secondly uh, take accountability and responsibility and third, do the work. So if, you know, it's not for everyone. Not everyone wants to do right. that. And, and I guess to jump in, not everyone realizes that there is a path towards that and yeah. they might just be lost, similar to her and I both hiring business coaches for growing our own businesses and, and trying to expand and reach more people because that's our passion. We know what we do. We love what we do. But to market better, to uh, change our advertising, to put our energies in different places. Um, and, and to gain clarity and yeah. confidence. and So, so yeah. it, it's something, again, everyone in life probably needs some help. Like, you know, if you're, if you're past that, let us know your secrets. Because we, we want to know how to reach that well, higher that plane. brings me to the whole point of connection again, which is that we are human beings that need social bonds. We're not meant to live 
on our own, isolated on a mountain. I mean, that sounds amazing to me, sounds to be amazing. honest. If I have a lot of animals around me, I would love that. But <laughs> they're just supplements. Eventually, but, she will but in miss all, humans. In all seriousness, we all need human connection. Um, and actually, um, I would th- I would say loneliness is probably one of the biggest reasons people don't live long mm. or have. Um, you know, health issues or stress or... So we all need connection. Right. Physiologically, yeah. back to the whole fitness side and how this all fits in. And a lot of this also comes from, we've talked about it, I think, here. If you haven't heard of the Blue Zones, um, it's not the most, like, clear study of humans ever, but it's an it's an observation of the cities where people seem to live the longest. What do they have in common? Um, they, they identified four or five cities. Now I th- they keep kind of changing... Uh, that last city like Pluto, the planet, you know, they keep changing. And is it a planet? Is it not? I don't know. Um, but the four or five cities that they've identified as the healthiest, what do they have in common? One of those things is social connection. Yeah, sense of community. Right? Sense of yeah. community, purpose as well. So, not, you know, again, having these conversations with people gives us, I think, a sense of purpose. Uh, and iki, no, ikigai is the Japanese word for that kind of purpose in Okinawa, Japan, which is one of the identified cities, uh, one of the... Uh, aspects of their culture that they do is the elders get the role of teaching the younger generation, the youngest generation, um, certain things about life. And again, they're passing on their wisdom. So they have a purpose, whether it's once a week, they're holding kind of court in front of the fire and, and, you know, they're, they're sharing these lessons and what these kids should take away. So they have a purpose, bottom line. Um, in American society, unfortunately, a lot of people retire and then they go on to play golf um, no, nothing wrong with that. I like the golf. Um, I'm hoping to get a little more into it myself. But the point is there, there's, you know, very few things with deep, meaningful purpose. I think as we age, um, we no longer have a nine to five job or a job period. So what purpose do we have? And a lot of our friends and deep, meaningful connections might have drifted away over the years. So how do we continue to build that? How do we, um, you know, go, go about creating new uh, meaningful connections. Again, it's all out there, right? Uh, well, yeah. one of the best things I could usually suggest, and, and that's what works for me as well, is, um, again, put yourself out there in places where you have you are more likely to have a shared interest or a common interest with people. So, for example, if you enjoy CrossFit, join a CrossFit gym or go get into a CrossFit community somehow. Or if you like animals, you know, get involved in something to do with animals. You're going to meet people who are like-minded, basically. Um, now with COVID, obviously, it's a little trickier because we can't do a lot of things in person, but there are now probably a lot of virtual groups out there. So, um, yeah, if there's something you're interested in, um, you're more likely to meet people who are like-minded um, if you join a certain you know, group or class or uh, yeah, learn something uh, that you're interested in. Uh, yeah, so that would be one suggestion I can offer to people. Um, yeah, anything else? <laughs> How about dating sites? What What's that? No, we're not going to go down that road. No. That's not for this episode. Meaningful connections. Um, we're, I want to wrap it up a little. It's gone a little past our usual length of time. Um, but I think there was some good stuff in there, personally. 
Um, if you guys have questions on, again... Do you want to like summarize like the main points that we talked no, about? No, I do not. That might be helpful for people to remember what we talked about. I don't know what this, the most important points were. Um, I was just thinking we, we were a little all over the place, so yeah. we'll, we'll certainly work to clean that up in the future. Um, but I think the mo- main point, social media... Use is a it, tool. Use it wisely in, in, in a way that will add value to your life, improve your connection with people, as opposed to just con- consuming mindless or toxic information. Mm-hmm. So boundaries, we talked about boundaries, setting boundaries, whether that's virtual, online, or in person. Just understanding what drains your energy, what gives you energy. Yeah. Um, by boundaries, I think it's important to, to, again, reestablish your values. Like I said, one of my most important ones is honesty. So if somebody's not being honest with me or they're, they're not telling me something, um, I, I very much get offended by that. If they do tell me, even if it's something I don't like to hear, I'd prefer that honest uh, insult <laughs> rather than, uh, uh, you know, somebody being like, oh, yeah, it's great. Like, yeah. you, you know, that uh, dishonest, fake kind of information. So, so okay. not to make it about me. Sorry, go back. And then we talked about animals and yes. how they can That's also great. add connection and warmth and love and uh, calmness to our life. Or even not just calmness, to be honest. They could not add, always calm. They could add playfulness, fun. Yes. These are things that as adults also we forget to do. We forget to be playful and fun and spontaneous. And, mm-hmm. and um, dogs or, or animals are also a great way to meet people. We've yeah. met so many people because we have a dog. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, animals can add so much value to your life. Obviously, I'm not suggesting everyone has pets because some people should not have pets because of their lifestyle. But we're just talking about the concept yeah, in general. And, and again, just a real quick recent example, uh, somebody who got a dog and didn't go through the whole steps of, of you know understanding what that would imply or, or do to their life. <laughs> and, and just like some people have a kid to try to fix you know, their yeah. relationship... And it, it just, you, it, you, it's better to, again, go through the thought process and the research a little bit more maybe um, on why you're actually doing this. Yeah. Um, we got a dog because she loves dogs. I had not had a dog before and I certainly have grown to love dogs in general, but especially our little, little puppy here, Lexi here. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's keep, what else? Other than animals, we talked about, three, um, um, we talked about uh, how to have meaningful connection mm-hmm. be present engaged um <laughs> talk about eye contact things that are important to you um you know vulnerabilities hopes dreams interests um what else um what else did we talk about um that's it i think that's it <laughs> that we covered everything right there um you know again some Letting tools go of the old and creating space for the new mm-hmm. oh and the reason i brought up Carrie, my business coach, uh, and, and kind of linked it to Meaningful Connection is that um, we all need support. Mm-hmm. So again, we all need human contact, human connection, and we all need support. So as much as we want to be able to do things on our own, and we probably can do a lot of things on our own. Or even, this is something we've talked about in our relationship of she can't do all of those roles, such as being my business 
you know, confidant or, or consigliere. Um, she cannot be that yeah. for me. And, and your partner should not be everything to you. They cannot be everything to you. Right. And again, and some people have that kind of a relationship. No, but you can't. You can't be everything for a person. Okay. You, can't, you just can't. No, you, I, I agree. You cannot. Yeah. You cannot. It's, I was trying to get people. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Um, so that it's important to have other sources of um, joy, fulfillment, purpose, support. Um, yeah. Mental stimulation. Yeah. So I think it's important to have a definitely a, a sense of community. Surround your people, uh, surround yourself with people who, um, you know, you value, you respect, and obviously vice versa. <laughs> yeah. And again, the more you are open and honest with yourself, and like I was saying, seek out a coach like Maha if you want to contact and specifically schedule a session with her as a coach. Versus a therapist, if it's a therapist situation, uh, you know, it gets a little tricky, right? Sorry to... No, it depends on where they are. If you're in California, <laughs> we can do therapy. But, I mean, it depends what you're looking for. It depends what they need. It depends where they're at. Um, certain issues yeah. are not suitable for coaching. and Yeah, and again, it, 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 you know, it's, it's a tricky thing. But, it, again, if it's something you're interested in, we strongly encourage you to seek out a highly qualified professional, again, yeah. like her. In that regard, on the mental health side, um, there's plenty of other resources uh, for that. But again, she's pretty awesome. She's pretty. She's pretty good. A little biased, but she's pretty good. Um, so again, back to the five pillars of health. We touched on that. Yeah. So again, that fits into it. And your own mindset again is that other kind of uh, yin and yang, so to speak, to this connectivity, social connection, um, interactions. And again, one thing we didn't really touch on is how you interact with strangers. And it's just a human thing. So we talked about the theme here was meaningful connection. But if you do, if you're in, it's a little trickier now with masks in 2020 here. But if you're walking down the street and you're able to smile at someone or even give a wave now with the mask on or have, a, you know, I, I love having a clever mask that says, uh, you know, might have a smile on it or or say, hi, I'm so, and so you know, whatever it is that adds that extra little layer and might brighten someone else's day. Um, all those things add up, and and again, to be open to that, if that's authentic to you, I think that's that's where I kind of want to leave it. Um, of of you know, go and try to be the the change you want to see in the world. Um, if you're tired of people not being nice to you, um, maybe you got to yeah. be the one that's nice to them. And again, that's not calling anyone out. I don't know, whatever. But yeah, that's good. So get one percent better today. That's the idea. Hopefully, um, this helped move you in in a direction that you got something out of. Um, again, we're always open to uh, feedback, what you guys want to see, topics you want us to talk about. I love having her on. Bono stuff is my podcast and my show here, but a lot of it, the reason is because, again, like I don't know everything. And, and as you see, we, we have that dialogue, and hopefully, again, you guys got something out of it. Um, get 1% better. Please Thanks. share, subscribe, like. Go ahead. What? Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for being here. <laughs> thank you for laughing. And thank you to this very real plant that's behind Thanks, you. Claire. Thanks, Claire. <laughs> who we met through the dog park. See, it all, it's all connected. All right, guys, so meaningful connections. Uh, you know, keep the topic going. If you have some suggestions on how you built meaningful connections, leave them in the comments. Um, we'd love to hear it. We'd love to hear it. So that's it, I think. Yes? Yeah. Bye. Bye. Hit the thing. <laughs>